Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. You're in for a treat. Ba 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 ba. The Baguette Boys are back. Da 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 da. da. <laughs> that went a lot better than I thought it was gonna. Yeah, go. <laughs> I didn't think that was gonna go well. You didn't have faith in me. Oh, I have faith in you, son. But I was not I, when I first heard about it. I was like, I don't know how that's gonna go. But not bad, not bad. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first, I just want to say, how are you guys doing? It's been a whole week. It's going well. <laughs> I mean, we're all looking at each other. Um, yeah, I think it's going well. It's deer in the headlights there, but yeah, I think it was a uh, it was a great week actually. Like, got a lot accomplished, and uh, my goals are uh, going well. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Busy week for me. Busy week for me. I kind of was just in work mode the whole time. I don't feel like I escaped work all week. <laughs> so, hoping for a, a smoother week ahead. I hope so too, man. I hope so too. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we'll get right into it since we're all uh, rearing to go and talk about our one minute week in review. We'll get this challenge from review, challenge review from last week out of the way. So, last week, the challenge was go through a junk drawer in your life, whether it be digital, physical, mental. Any kind of junk drawer you have in your life, whether whatever it'll be. Um, so I'll kick us off because this is the one that I actually had a lot of fun with. I made it a point to kind of go through my hard drive, which I store everything on, on Google Drive. And as much as I found a lot of things that I would have liked to keep for sentimental reasons, they really didn't have any purpose to be kept. Um, I kind of made the rule of thumb that if I could store memories and photos somehow like stored in like that's what photos are for then i don't need to keep any of these other documents but some interesting ones were like uh like travel planning documents from like um izu and uh all these other snow like snow globe and all these music festivals <laughs> that i've been to in the past and they were fun to reminisce on but i don't think uh an itinerary for those things is a is a good thing for me to keep so i i tossed a bunch of that stuff Especially in a time when we can't even go to any of them. <laughs> like <laughs> no. right in your face. <laughs> I was deleting an entire part of my life right now. Damn. Dang. On to bigger and better things, like Richie's challenge for this past week. Oh, man. Well, uh, you know, we're, at, we're towards the end of the year here. So one of the things that I did was, and I'm at home still, back at my parents' house. So, you know, one of the things that I did was go through some of my childhood items um it's donation season basically like we're at the end of the year here need some tax write-offs so you know i had to, <laughs> had, to had to donate some items also it's obviously good to donate especially right in the holidays um people need things and uh you know it's great to give things away that you know you don't need anymore more importantly the tax write-off this is a new application of your social media acts this is a toy axe yeah, you know. My my challenge was, uh, I mean, like I said before, I don't really, I don't have much. I only have a bedroom. I live with a couple roommates. We don't have a living room, so it's not, I don't have any extra closets. I have my one closet where I keep all my things. So I was thinking about things that I could declutter, and that was uh, just going through some photos of my phone. Like Derek says, Google Photos is just a great place to store things, and I have a ton of just useless stuff in there that's just clogging up some memories so i just went through that and it was a little fun to look back on some past memories but some of the photos obviously i don't need but some of the photos that i really liked i ended up keeping into a separate folder so i could reminisce more on those memories nice i love that that's 
Perfect. I think we all nailed this challenge pretty well. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's do our one minute week in review. Um, I'll have Connor kick us off. Sure. Like I said in the beginning, it's just been a really tough work week. I uh, just felt like I was engulfed with work the whole time that it just kind of put a lot of my other goals to the side. I was able to get my runs in, which was actually really good because um, it was unexpected because the weather was, you know, 50 degrees out here wasn't below zero. So I haven't really had a true test to my will yet. Um, so I'm, I'm anticipating towards Christmas time when the, the temperature drops below like 30 degrees or something like that. I'm going to have a hard time finding that motivation. But right now, kicking off December, uh, my goals are going pretty good. Nice, dude. Ricardo, it is. So for me, I made a pretty good emphasis to continue uh, with my goals here for December. So basically every morning I was just progressing a lot um, with reading and listening to my audiobooks and whatnot. Um, so that, that part has been really, really good. And um, yeah, no, my week's been really great. I've been spending a ton of time just like stretching and doing like all sorts of different things to kind of protect my knee. Um, like basically like an hour a day, just literally stretching, which is kind of seems crazy. Um, but if I don't do it, then like, I don't feel great. Um, and so yeah, and then get back into fitness. So my week's been really good. I think when you kind of bring all those things together, um, I just kind of like went to bed pretty happy every single night this week. And uh, yeah, it was just a great week. Damn. Yeah. I don't want to go after you now. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, I have to. So my goal was to eat fresh. And it's it's been a journey, to say the least. It, it's a good goal for me because it's definitely forcing me to change my habits. Like there is, I had like a bunch of broccoli that I cooked super late. I think I bought three pounds from, from uh, Costco and I cooked it like four or five days later, which obviously is kind of already late as it is. And then I didn't start eating it for another few days. So when I started eating it, it was already like over a week old. But since I did this goal, I threw out most of it. And that, if you know me in any sense, I really don't like waste. Um, I care a lot about sustainable, sustainability issues. So just doing that was kind of like a, left the hole in my heart <laughs> slap in the face to your own self <laughs> yeah it was tough but it's it's good because I, I need to get better habits so that's what this goal is about and it, it's been going well i mean i've been cooking and eating everything within a few days um eating out has been good and if i do have leftovers i eat it within i would say 24 hours so it's been good on that note i found a really good ramen spot and i'm so excited it might be my new favorite place <laughs> i was waiting for it i was waiting for it. <laughs> it's about to happen Nice. Yeah, that was my that was my week for my goal. Um, for my class, we're in the the final stretch of our project due Friday. It's been going through some up and downs. I have to do some design work, and learning the tool to actually do the design work has been really challenging because it's a different way of thinking, and it's a completely new world for me. So it's getting in my head a lot, but um, the design principles by themselves are pretty interesting, and I'm finding some really cool things out about my app and how I can spice it up more and make sure it's actually usable and, and really a uh, professional grade. So I'm excited to see what, what happens this week with it. Nice. Damn dude. Coming out here, you're going to be like a freaking legend. Silicon Valley legend pretty soon. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I hope so. I'm getting there. I got you guys to help me out. All right. So with that, let's dive into our main topic for today, which is taking risks and hopefully learning lessons for them. Um, I don't think lessons always come from taking risks, but they tend to, and that's when you learn the most. But that is our topic for today. 
so I'm just gonna open it up. What do you guys uh what do you guys want to start with on that topic? Damn, taking risks yeah. is not an easy thing to do. Um, especially if you're not bred into that. And what I mean is like as like a kid, if you were always a kid that was like, Oh, I'm gonna take on this, I'm gonna take on this, I'm gonna do this, it's a little bit easier as you get older to feel comfortable with taking risks or even just like trusting yourself to take that risk. But never an easy thing to do. And it's definitely scary. <laughs> and definitely need that support system <laughs> to get you over that risk factor and say, hey, like you are able to do that type of attitude. But risks are risks risk are challenging, man. Just to add to that, I think the way the way I grew up at least, I, you know, my parents gave me everything that they could and it was great. And so as I continued to grow and um as I grew up, I think they were like, obviously I put was put into all sorts of different things and all different sports and all these different uh, activities. But then like, as you get older and you start to build a career, I think it's like the advice that you're usually given is usually the safe route um, versus the risky route. Like, Hey, you should, you should go do this startup or go build a company um, or go do these different things. It's always like, I feel like it's more like push you in the direction of like, what's a little bit more safe. Um, and then, and then, you know, it's kind of tr- difficult to like remove that thinking and, you know, go down a different route. Um, but at the end of the day, it is your journey. And, uh, you know, no matter what, they're going to be proud of you. And so I think like Derek's pretty prime example of like, hey, I have this safe job. Let me rip the bandaid off and go go be risk, go have this risk mindset. But like, I think there's a reward at the end of it. So let me go do it. Yeah, very true. I, I definitely am a, a, a good example. And, uh, so far, it's paying off, but we'll 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 see when I start job searching, how, I, how I'm feeling about it. But uh, Gary V pushes that mindset a lot. I, I see him on Instagram always talk about it. How school is inherently not built for entrepreneurs or people who are more of a risk takers in that sense, because it's built for people for for workers. Pretty much like you grow up, you listen to the rules, get a job, live a happy life, just listening to the rules. So if you want to take risks, uh, I agree. School isn't the isn't isn't designed to suit your needs. Yeah, I think it's like you can sometimes, you know, you can be just like a plug in the machine, basically. Um, and that's that's great for people. Some people like that's what their goal is. Um, in other cases, like I think the reason we all like sort of bonded around like, yeah, let's keep talking, like build this podcast was like, oh, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, sometimes we want more than just to be the plug in the machine. We want to go do things and be creative and like use creative mindset to go build things and like make an impact in the world. Um, and we don't know exactly how to do that yet. And like, we're still trying to figure it out, but like, we understand that at some level, there's going to have to be some risk involved and we're going to have to figure it out along the way and support each other throughout the journey. Totally. I, uh, I want to pose my first question here, but actually Richie, you, you inspired us a good topic with us doing this podcast is a, is a big risk. And I know when we first started talking about it, it started off as this like little idea, didn't know where we were going. We were excited about it. And then we started to put rubber to the road. We were all getting like very nervous and like, oh man, like we have to attach our names to this. This is a big risk. We don't know if we want to do this. So we could take the context of that example or you guys can take it other way, but what risks to you are worth taking? Because we decided that doing this podcast was a was a risk worth taking, but what, what risks do you think are worth taking? Yeah, I mean, for me, if the risk is, is going to be fun, I'm definitely in for it. Um, I don't necessarily always see the outcome in things, but if initially it's like, okay, this looks like a fun ride, I'm down to take that journey a little bit. And that's where I kind of see this podcast going is like, I'm definitely going to get a lot out of this and it's with my, with the homies. So why not take that risk? Why not take that gamble? I mean, 
yeah, we invest the time, we invest a little bit of money here and there, but the outcome for this is much greater than the risk itself. Yeah, I think when I look at what Gary Vee talks about, I, I like Gary Vee. As you know, we all kind of like Gary Vee. Um, <laughs> but I think that he hits on some key points and he says them over and over and over again. But I, at the end of the day, it just kind of comes down to like, you know, are you being your authentic self? And what is stopping you from being your authentic self? Um, and if you, you know, if doing this podcast kind of, you know, we're not cha- we're not changing our personalities. We're not doing that you know, other things like we're being our full authentic self. And like to do that, it puts yourself at risk because some people aren't going to like that. Um, some people that, you know, future job uh, that you might be applying to might hear this podcast and they might not like something that you've said on here. Like, yeah, there's, there's risk involved in that for sure. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, when you think about it, it's like, uh, you know, when you post things on Instagram, you post all these things, it's kind of like the same thing where like, Hey, I'm just trying to be my authentic self. And at the end of the day, like if my job, if the person I'm going to be future hired by doesn't like this, then I didn't even want to work there in the first place. Like I wouldn't have, wouldn't have liked that place. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that's where I, where like we took, we decided we're going to do this podcast. It was just like, yeah, like whatever, like we'll just let the world know who we are. Like, it's just not, it's nothing different. Like we're just kind of exploring and getting ourselves out there more. If my future boss ends up hearing these podcasts and then doesn't like something I, I said in a podcast, I've made it. <laughs> I think that's, 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 that's pinnacle right there. <laughs> that is like, if you're listening to what I have to say, but I'm going to go for it for you. I think it should be almost the opposite or way around. But <laughs> Preach, dude. Yeah, risks are, risks are tough though, man. Risks are tough. I love the being authentic to yourself. I think that's that's true. But you could also get outside of your comfort zone a little bit and kind of try to expand your comfort zone by maybe not being as authentic or just what do you what do you mean by the authenticity of that who we actually are on this podcast like when we talk to each other normally just like the three of us is how we talk on this podcast um yeah we probably joke around and shoot the shit a little bit more um (laughs) and we we might drop a couple of f-bombs here and there a little bit more but you know for the most part you know we're we're pretty much the same here there's a support system there everything's there and uh yeah i mean i think that's what i mean around being authentic is like nobody on this podcast and the big guests that we've brought on like nobody that we brought on or the way we act is uh any different than if we were uh, doing anything else for sure true yeah i think uh connor your question about being your authentic self and kind of like maybe being a little bit different than that um, touches on the second point of the the topic that we brought up, which is like learning lessons. I think that you can't really learn lessons unless you have essentially a, a, a hypothesis to test, right? Which is like, what what version of myself do I want to be, right? If I'm being my authentic self, that's well and good. But if I want to change my habits, change my personality, you have to like kind of point yourself in a direction, which is hard to do as an adult. It, it's terribly hard to do and it's scary. So I think, that's what ultimately another thing we're trying to do here is change our change ourselves by talking about it and getting there. But don't continue that risk if it's going to really alter what you truly want to be. It's kind of the main point I'm trying to get away from this. Would you agree? Wait, can you re- repeat that? Like, don't don't continue down that risk. Like, if that if that risk is starting to change you in a direction that you don't want to be changed, mm. like stop that risk. Stop taking that risk that's that lesson that's being learned. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I definitely think that there's a point where like, Hey, the, the reward is less than the risk. 
like the risk it outweighs the reward at this point. And like, I don't really think that I should continue. Mm-hmm. But I think like when we pertain, when we think about like our podcast, for example, like I think it's also what we've also gotten out of this is also uh, much more. We've learned so much more about like Connor, like not to tell you guys how the sausage is made, but like Connor, you've learned a lot more about like the audio and like how to do, deal with that and like how to, you know, use it. Right. And then Derek, we've also learned, um, you know, like all the different hosting tools and everything and like kind of project management skills at its finest. And then I'm like trying to play around with social media and marketing. And I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a different thing. I wouldn't have learned if I had, if I just, if we didn't do this, like I wouldn't have learned all these things. And I think that that when you take risks, you're going to end up learning more than what you thought you were going to learn. Like I wouldn't have really thought about this until like, oh, I'm going to learn marketing and all these things, but like I'm enjoying it at the same time. That's fair. That's fair. Have you ever had like a bad risk where you took the risk and it went downhill completely? Because uh, I, hey, I guess I I'm to... trying to think of I'm trying to think of one too, but when you put it in terms of like what you've learned, like I'm a big person on taking any situation you're in and, and finding a lesson out of that and finding something that you've learned and grow from that. So if I'm going to answer my own question, it's almost like no, there isn't a bad risk to take. But maybe I just haven't taken that risk yet that says, okay, holy shit, that, that was a bad risk. I should not have done that. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a couple couple, couple things to say based on that. Um, the, the short answer of the what risks are worth taking question for me, the short and clever answer that I have is pretty much all of them that won't physically hurt you or physically kill you um, because I, it's not worth it. You know, it's like there's no, the, there's no benefit to it if there's a different way to do it, but Everything that's like mental, emotional, I think it's it's they're all worth it. I mean, even if it doesn't turn out the way you intended, you you learned a lot by going through that, and you learn what affects you in certain ways. And I think that's one of the biggest things that adults don't do is take emotional or mental risks. And it's it's hard to. I think there's a there's almost like a safety rail when you're a kid where it's like, oh, I can do whatever I want, take all these risks, and you're kind of within those bounds where even if you fall off the horse your parents are there and your school is there to pick you up. Whereas an adult, they're not there anymore, but it's still important to take those risks. I think it's pretty accurate. I think we we get caught in our own head around the things that um, we should do versus the things that we want to do or need to do. And, you know, sometimes we do have to like remove the guardrails, so to speak. um, So you can, you know, be go outside the lines and like create your own uh, path. And I think the real, I think it's really hard for people to like get out, get outside that, like remove that from their mind. But I think, like you mentioned, like and like Gary Vee talks about all the time, it's just at the end of the day, like you know, you don't want to be a plug in the machine. You want to, if you want to, like go and explore and do these things, like just do it and don't like take the risk. Like there's no harm in just taking the risk. Obviously, within reason. Like don't you shouldn't do something you're gonna go to jail for or do anything crazy. <laughs> um, but like yeah, like if you want to go start a company, do it. And like, you know, we're all young and we're all young on this podcast. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners that we know that are listening, like they're all young. And when we're young, you know, the fear of failure is there. Sure. But you're going to learn more by risking more now. And that's going to apply. That's going to help you more along the way later. Um, And we don't have families. There's not a lot of people dependent on us yet. And so it's like a little bit easier to take that risk, like as if we were kids versus, um, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, that adult mindset later. 
Yeah, I actually, that's a good point. I think we should come back to that at the end, kind of like that situation of like taking risks as a as a parent, because it's much different than our situation. We can just hypothesize, but mm-hmm. uh, but I do want to ask a uh, more directed question to both of you, and I can go first if you guys don't have anything on top of your heads. But I, what, based off everything we're saying, what's a risk that has paid off for you guys? It doesn't have to be something that's necessarily big, but I think we're talking about all this advice and kind of hypostulating. But what's a risk that is like paid off for you? For me, the one that comes to mind was when I was so when I was in college, I went to two colleges at once to play baseball. Uh, Smart guy. Yeah. Uh, no, so I basically what happened was I was I was at a four-year school and I went to a junior college to to at the same time just so I could play baseball. But the reason I did that, um, like I tried to remove as much risk as possible, but by also trying to gain, like double down on the reward. The reward being like, hey, I want to play baseball in college. And removing the risk meant like, okay, I'm going to go to both schools at the same time so I can stay on the four-year track and graduate on time. Um, but I'm going to have to like spend more money doing this and like do all these things. And I'm going to miss out on things. I'm going to miss out on like hanging out with my friends and all these things because um, I will be spending time in different cities and going to different colleges. And it worked out at the end of the year when I like look back on it, this was just like such a good experience for me because, you know, I got what I wanted out of it. The reward, I, I definitely got the reward. Um, I made I gained more than what I was thinking. Like I got like really good friends out of it. And um, it's always something I can easily talk about because it kind of just proves like, hey, if I'm passionate about something, you know, I can spend countless and countless, countless hours, um, you know, going and salt, like doing this thing versus, you know, something I'm maybe not passionate about. Like I'm not going to go spend all those hours doing it. Um, but, you know, this is something I was passionate about. So like the risk of it all um, and the reward of it all, like the reward definitely outweighed the risk. And it was just like, I got to go do it. And it, it definitely paid off at the end of the day. I love that. I mean, I know that was a, a big thing for you. And the fact that you got that done was was impressive. So um, for me, it was honestly, it was a lot of risk moving out here into Boston. Uh, I didn't really know anybody. Um, but the main thing getting out of Boston was the job that I have now. And that was a big risk for me because for, for a while it was, you know, I was more of the athlete going out and trying to venture out into soccer and trying to do that. When I got to Boston, I ended up taking what I in a sense, I never wanted to come into a desk job, but it wasn't a desk job. I mean, there was still stuff behind the desk to do, but it was mostly an active job that I was doing. And so that was definitely in an environment that I didn't wasn't expecting to be a part of or last a, uh, a long time and to be a part of that for a long time. And that was a huge change for me because I've learned so much in the past two years that I know I wouldn't have learned anywhere else. And um, to take that risk to go to a city where I knew nobody except for a couple people and to go into a setting that I had no like prior experience in um, with management and, and just working a small business. I think the, the last two years has been one of the best risks that I've taken. Um, obviously there's been ups and downs, but overall I think that has been a, a huge influence on me and, and it's helped build a lot of character out of me. So I've, that's the most recent risk that I've taken. I love that. And that's, uh, uh, yeah, I love that a lot just because that's essentially the same, but for my life, for my big risk, um, I, unfortunately for the listeners was not a star athlete that Connor was, so I didn't go to Seattle <laughs> to play soccer, but, um, 
yeah going back to those guardrails i talked about as a child i uh when i look back on my life i realize that i definitely operated with a lot within those guardrails um not to say that they're bad but i i think a lot of times my ego got in the way and i i didn't really realize how big the world is and what's out there so i thought i could take on anything which is good and i had a great time i went to college i did the whole prototypical suburban dream like go to school for sure go to good school get, get a good grade and um yeah, when I was 24, I just remember thinking, like, why, why am I still at home? Like, I, I know I keep talking about how I want to go do things, go seize the world, but I just decided to move to Seattle, and it was a huge risk, and I was bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and as much as there's a lot of things that didn't go well and I didn't enjoy certain things, like, like Connor said, it's ups and downs, uh, I think it was really good for me because it gave me time to come into my own person as an adult. And now that I'm back in San Francisco, and for lack of better terms, back home in California, I feel a lot better equipped to kind of go off and do these things that I want to do, like this podcast or chase this dream of being a web developer. And yeah, it's just, it's just a good risk that taught me a lot. I didn't, it didn't, I didn't learn what I thought I would learn. I thought I'd be making friends and like, yeah, bars. I'm so cool. Look at this lavish lifestyle I'm living. Like I'm tw- my 20, but uh, it didn't, it was completely different and it was something I really needed. So I'm glad that I uh, came out as I did. Sounds like every risk that we've taken has paid off or we've learned something from it. Wow, it was crazy. (laughs) Taking risks sometimes pays off? Wow, if not all the time. Oh, shit. Are you slow? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely, I was was nervous moving over to Boston. I think that was a huge, I needed that. You're right, it definitely helped bring myself into adulthood much quicker than I would have if I had stayed in my comfort zone and stayed in that complacency mode. Yeah. And actually, Connor, Connor this is a good uh, follow-up question since we had a similar experience. Do you think, knowing what you know now, do you think you would have preferred to stay a child for longer, for lack of a better term? Or, um, I do wish I stayed at home after college to save some money. <laughs> um, <laughs> but honestly, that's helped me out a lot too. It's helped me just manage my life a lot better. You know, anytime you go home, you get the comfort of being home. You lose track of some of the rules and stuff that you set and self, set yourself up for when you're living on your own and stuff like that. Um, so in a sense, I'm glad I didn't take that step back home. But uh, other times I'm looking at it, I'm like, ah, that probably would have been the move. Uh, <laughs> I'm not spending all my money on, on rent and food while making not so much money, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I, I think about it a lot, like whether... Uh... Like if I didn't move to Seattle, if I just continued living like the, not like lavish life I was living, but just like like with with all of the friends and family I had, and just like kind of a little more more naive is a good way to put it than I am mm. now. Um, but as much as I do wish that, like uh, I think the term the best way to say it is ignorance is bliss. And oh, even so though it was God. bliss, I'm glad I'm not ignorant anymore. Yeah, I, I think every everybody is at a little bit of ignorance growing up. But it's just recognizing that as, as you go on and, and take more risks in life, you start to understand more perspective, a lot of things. And that's where the ignorance kind of goes away. And you're like, OK, like this is this is it. This is what it is. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, let's uh, let's bring it back to uh, taking risks overall, as opposed to these uh, specific personal side quests we were just talking about. What, what kind of lessons do you guys usually look for when you're about to take a risk? Because obviously you could take a risk and Connor, you said it, it might be fun. That's my mm-hmm. one thing that's driving you, but like, what's a, 
a lesson you hope to get out of a risk when you're like, okay, I know that this might not work out, but this, even if it doesn't work out, I'm, I'm looking for this to come out of it. Um, I think if I'm willing to do it again, because I haven't taken that big risk yet of like starting my own business or doing this or that, they've been smaller risks to where I can say, okay, maybe I can step out of my comfort zone and do something similar to what I've done before. Or maybe I can go to this position or do this. I haven't taken that grand step of, you know, opening up my own facility one day or, you know, <laughs> moving yeah. across the world and doing something out there. You know, this that's that's a huge risk that I don't even know how to compute in my own head and how to gather from that. But if I'm going to continue taking risks, it's always, you know, what have I learned from the previous one and how can I adapt into the next one? That's a good point. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think when I look at risks, when I, 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 I feel like we all have these like really long-term goals, like, hey, I want to create a bit, I want to do like be a business titan or something, uh, whatever it might be. <laughs> um, but I think that's like, all right, like, I think in my mind, the way I process it is like, all right, but like, how do you get there? And like, what things do you need to know? And what things do you need to learn? And so like, if I wanted to create a business tomorrow and yeah, I could for sure do it. And um I probably should just rip the bandit off and do it and like figure like figure out what I want to go do and just do it. Right. Um, at the other, at the other, like, because I don't exactly know what I want to go do when I look at risks and like, when I look at certain things, I'm like, okay, like I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to spend my money on this thing, whatever it might be. Um, or whatever risk kind of involved thing I'm going to go do. That's not necessarily creating business yet, but like, it's going to gain, it's going to give me this lesson of that, towards something bigger that I can learn and apply to my next big idea. Um, so like one example would be like, Hey, I decided I'm going to build a website. Uh, why are you going to build a web right. website? I literally have no reason. Like I'm talking about mine. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, um, I have no, absolutely no reason to build a website. Like it literally doesn't make any sense uh, for me. Like, yeah, it has nothing to do with anything I'm doing. Um, but like, I want to do it because I'm like, all right, like I want to understand, what like what it takes i also wanted to understand like all right how do you use google ads how do you use facebook ads how do you do these things uh, i think it's important i think it's something that like learn because you're gonna need to apply it later on if you want to create a business anyways um so there's definitely like learning there uh what's the risk i guess the risk would be like time like things like that like you know at the end of the day like i think when you measure a risk versus reward i think time is always going to be a, a factor in there um like how much time is it going to take and you know, are you willing to put in that effort and time to go do this thing? Um, if you're not, then like, it's obviously not worth it if you're not going to like actually do it and like be all in. Um, and I think that's the other thing with risk is like, if you're going to do it, like be all in and do it. Like, don't just half-ass it. Like, otherwise you're not going to get the full benefit. Preach that last part. Pre yeah, preach it to sure. the world. That time commitment is huge. I always, you know, that's something that I don't usually factor into a lot of things. And that's when people can overload themselves and that can really be detrimental. So I, that's something I do need to pay more attention to is the time that stuff takes because I do have to sleep. <laughs> um, I don't have infinite amount of time, which is the, the shitty part. Yeah. Connor beat me to it. Whereas I'm talking about that time piece that Richie said too, where I think that's what people overestimate all the time where it's like, oh, I can do that so quickly. And they obviously can't, but I, I, I'm shitty with it. I have a lot of due dates I set with myself and I don't uphold them. But I think time is uh, the tricky thing that no one can really figure out. And I, I know a lot of people that don't think like this, but I, I think they should, where they make a good amount of money in their careers, but they still treat their money more valuable than, than their time, which I fundamentally philosophically disagree with. 
if you're in a position where your time is more valuable, then I think you're doing a disservice to your own position. Because again, like you can't get your time back and not that money grows on trees, but if you're in a position where you can use utilize your free time to do anything, I think you should use it. Yeah, that, I mean, it goes into, I know Richie's thinking about it too, but it was a quote that Bill Gates said, where it was like, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. But if you apply that to like even a shorter frame, most people overestimate what they can do in a day and underestimate what they can do in a year. Like you can keep breaking that down into smaller pieces and just find that management throughout through time and, and, and weigh the risk in. Yeah, I think just to add to that, the the other thing I think of here, when we started the podcast, when we like, started down this journey of like, hey, we're going to really hold each other accountable. It was always just like, I don't want to get to X point in my life and look back on it and just be like, I didn't risk anything because if I get to that point, um, and I'm, I'm having these regrets, like I definitely missed out on something. Um, like, I, I think I was the entire point of like, Hey, like let's push each other and like do these things because we didn't want to look back on life and be like, we could have done all these things. We want to like literally take these risks now and do it and rip the bandit off and just continue to risk after risk after risk and like learn and learn and learn because, uh, without it, um, you know, we can, we're always going to have like the, what if. And I think Elon Musk said it best is like, if you have a 10 year plan, do whatever you can immediately in, in the next six months. And maybe you won't get there completely, but you'll be a hell of a lot farther down the, down the path than you would have if you waited for the next 10 years. Yeah. I, I, you, I think us starting this podcast, you're right. is definitely us wanting to take a risk and do something and like, make sure we don't look back and say we didn't do anything, you know? And I think it's very easy to, to say people, to say, I did the safe thing when we know we don't want to do that. So I think we're, we've all alluded to working towards a bigger goal with these smaller risks, which I think is a good way. But I also think if people don't know what they're doing and need some inspiration, take just take any risk. Just take some sort of leap of faith in some direction. It doesn't have to be even a huge leap of faith. Like you just need to get going. Um, it's the, the quote that we always say on this podcast, which is the, the first squat is the heart is the one off the, off the couch. That's the hardest one. So just just do something to get yourself going in that direction. Then you're, you're going to feel a lot more confident in yourself to actually take those risks. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, I feel more confident after that. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I uh, this is going to be a shorter podcast than other ones, but I'm going to start winding us down. I do want to come back to what uh, that, that little parking that we had, which – I know we don't have the greatest perspective on this topic, but I, it'd be fun, uh, hypoth- like a good, good uh, perspective to, to simulate. So what do you guys think parents should do when they want to take risks and, and how that situation might play out? Or actually, a better way to wear that is, what do you guys think you'll do when you have kids and you want to take some risks? Um, account for everything. I Obviously, I'm prob- hopefully if I have kids, I have a, a house, so I have a mortgage to pay. Um, I have kids to support. I guess it depends on what this risk entails in terms of money. Um, making sure I'm not doing something stupid that's going to put my whole family in jeopardy. Damn, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's so tough. I'm not in that position. And I think it's even riskier at that at age because time is limited. Money is limited. Uh, there's a lot, of, like, a lot of other factors to consider than what I have to consider right now. So I, for, for me to hypothesize that, I'd have to be really clear on what exactly 
the risk is, what I'm taking, and what the benefit of that risk is really going to give me. Because at that point, when I have kids and stuff, I'm not looking for that, you know, emotional fix. You know, I'm not looking to say, like, I learned a good lesson here. It's more of like, I'm going to change this <clears throat> so I can have this. And I don't know what this is, but it's definitely got to be, that that reward has to be much greater than the actual risk, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. When you have a family, you definitely have to have some sort of measured benefit. It doesn't have to be measured, but it has to be tangible. It can't, it can't be what we've been saying where it's like, oh, you'll get, you'll get a benefit out of any, any risk you take, emotional or otherwise, because like you said, you have a family to worry about. So I think that's really good advice. Um, I, the one thing I can think of that might help, again, I don't, I'm not the greatest on this. I don't have a kid. Maybe I'm out of my league. I don't know. But I think risks that don't involve your attention I think when you're a parent, your attention is very limited and you have like so many hats to wear and kids to juggle and dogs to feed and whatever. The ones that you can take that don't necessarily involve your attention all the time are ones that I think would be the best because you could still be a little bit risky, maybe like investing. That's that's like one example, but just something that you can kind of do on the side and not have to worry too much about. I don't agree. There it is. I'm out of my depth. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like when you, when you look around, when you look around, it's like, and look at the past history of, so where my mind goes is like businesses. Um, when I think about like, Hey, people want to make money. Typically they try to think of like, I don't want to risk. What is my risk business, business related risks. Um, and like, for example, KFC, Colonel Sanders, like he didn't start KFC until he was like 60 or 70. Um, yeah, like he was really old when he started it. And so, like, I definitely think there's there's ability to take risks and um, to do things like that, like to definitely like create businesses and do things. Now, the the counter to that is definitely like, yeah, like you guys mentioned, time, money, bills. I got all these different things I got to go deal with. How can I then do it? Like, there's parents out there that are you know have kids and they're going to college and there's all these different things. And yeah, I think like you mentioned, like I think when you if you're gonna be a parent and you're gonna take risks. You need to be so organized with your time. And I think that is probably the biggest thing that you will need to understand and like comprehend is I have to still take care of my kids. I need to build relationships with those kids. Like if they have something that goes wrong, I need to be there at like the, any second. Um, you know, all these different things. You need to take like take that into account and then build a plan for how you can actually do this. I think if you're really trying to build a business or whatever it might be, there's really quick and easy ways like e-commerce companies or building, you know, if you're good at something, like teach it. Um, there's a million different ways. And I think that is risky in some capacity, um, but you can limit your risk. So maybe you create like, I don't want to get into like how to create a business, but like, um, you know, you, you don't want to be a sole proprietorship because you can get sued and then they could take your actual money. You'd want to like, you know, have like an LLC or something. So like, there's definitely ways around it and you got to have to talk to the right people to help you do it. But I think that there's definitely a way for you to do risks. Like I, I but I think at the end of the day, like, um, yes, you need to think about a lot of things. Yes. You're gonna have to pay bills. I think you could take big risks still, but you need to find a way to balance the balance, the risk a little bit by like, um, like I mentioned, like if you're doing it, if you're going to create a business, maybe think about doing an LLC um, versus like doing a sole proprietorship only because if you get sued for whatever reason, uh, they're not taking the money right out of your account. <laughs> I think one thing we really missed was the support factor as well. 
Um, if you don't have that support from your spouse, I think it's not worth the risk because now you're damaging <laughs> a lot of things, a lot of, potentially a lot of things. And you need to have the right people around you to make that risk worth it. And if you don't have that support, to me, it's not even worth the risk, no matter how much you would get out of it personally, if it's going to affect other people and it's going to put other people in, in a lesser spot, um, especially if they're close to you, it's, it's not worth the risk. But if everybody's on board and everybody's got, the, got your back and willing to pick up some slack from, from when you aren't able to do things, that's, that's when the risk is really worth it. And that's where you put all your effort into it and not half-ass it, especially if people have got your back for it. That's your opportunity to go head first into whatever that risk is. Without a doubt. I think that that's such a good point. The one that we wouldn't think of. I'm glad you thought of it because we obviously don't have that uh, responsibility in our lives right now. One thing that I definitely, I think that following your dreams, even if you're a parent, like you've seen the movie pursuit of happiness. Like I definitely think you need to like follow your dreams and not necessarily like, yes, you need to balance the risk and reward for sure. Totally agree. Have a support system. Deal with time. All that. All those things you need to take into consideration as a parent. Um, like I think as as a young adult that without kids, I think you can go free willy nilly and just kind of like, hey, I'm gonna move. I'm just gonna go pack up my stuff and move. Like, and you could do that because nobody's dependent on you. But as a parent, yeah, you have to think about others. You're dependent. People are dependent on you. But at the same time, if you try and fail in front of your kids, even if you fail. And you went after your dream. I think that is such a powerful lesson to be learned that your kid wouldn't have been able to see otherwise. And when your kid sees that, I think it's I think it'll be only beneficial at the end of the day. Um, obviously, balance that risk with the reward. Like, don't you know? Try not to, you know, be able to still be able to support them in different things like that, um, where you still have like a good life. But you know, um, don't risk it all. Basically, is what I'm saying. Um, but be able to risk something and, and go after that dream for sure is I think important. Mitigate that risk, baby. Yeah. So I was going to close out this segment, but you actually made me think of one last thing. So I'm going to jump right back in. Nice. And I do think that um, families and parents, and it's easy to mentally check out because obviously you have a lot on your plate. And I, this is again, not coming from someone that's telling you what to do, but I think it's easy to do that. And a risk doesn't have to be, hey, I'm going to go build a business. It could be like, hey, I want to change my, my habits and my family's habits to not watching three hours of TV tonight. To It could even be like just cold, quitting that cold turkey. It could be three hours to one hour, but just some measurable change that you could be like, this is a risk because this is out of my comfort zone, but it's something that'll be good for me and my family. So, And I think that is a, a big first step to bigger and better things. Because if you can do that in the course of six months, the next six months of the year, you could do jump into building a business. Who knows? <laughs> that, logic maybe, is, that logic is nice, but it's tough. It's really tough. Especially, oh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, I always go back to that, you know, why, why would you do something like that? And it's obviously for X, Y, or Z. So I, I, I don't know. Anytime I get to those conversations, I get so locked into my health and fitness route because <laughs> it's, it's just like creating habits and doing that stuff. And you have to change what's going on now if you want to have a better whatever. Because you aren't going to have the better life if you are the same way you are right now. Because otherwise, you wouldn't have complaints. You wouldn't have the reason why you're complaining about X, Y, or Z. Like You need to change yeah. those habits to influence whatever you want. What, what did 
what did you used to say? You said, I think you got something from your gym that was like a really short, clever saying about like doing something now versus, I don't know what it was, but it's yeah. on the tip of my tongue. It's going to bother me. I don't know. Uh, if I, if I find, uh, if I figure it out, I'm going to tell you and put it in the link in the comments. But uh, now I'll close out this segment. So there you have it for Richie, Connor, and Derek, the non-parents giving our parental advice on taking risks. Oh, yeah. But if you're a parent and you're listening to this, DM us so that we can bring you on and we can talk about it a little bit further. I definitely think that this is something we should dive into with. Yeah, especially taking a risk too. Hell yeah. Yeah, totally. Because I, I, I think all three of us can agree and testify that we this is not meant to be advice taken directly from our mouths because, again, we are not parents. We're 20-something. So DM us if you have ideas, especially if you're a parent. And with that, I will actually close this out for the day for the podcast, roll into our challenge for the week. So this challenge isn't a conventional one. It's more of a quick three question thing, just meant to make us think a little bit about our risk taking um, habits, if you will. So the first question I want Richie, Connor and myself and all of you listeners out there to ask is what was the last big risk you took and what was the outcome? So that one, I think you should spend a little bit of time on to really figure out what that big risk was. Say it again. What was the last big risk you took and what was the outcome? The second question, did you learn anything from that risk? And if so, what was it? And the third one is independent of those two questions. It can be, it's just something about yourself. So on a scale from one to 10, how much of a risk taker are you right now? And I want to emphasize the right now because you can analyze your entire life. You can analyze analyze what you want to be in the future. But in this moment, as of December 2020, going into January 2021, how much of a risk taker are you right now on a scale of 1 to 10? Love it. You're going to follow up with me next week and be like, but how much are we willing to risk in 2021 going into our, our next goals? All of it, baby. Yeah. Ready to risk it all. Oh, shit. <laughs> Cool. All right. So I hope uh, hope those questions go well for all of us. I, uh, I think it'll be a good journaling exercise. Oh, on that note, I forgot to say in my one minute week in review, I, uh, I journaled today. I, I took a page out of Richie's book and actually journaled. Hell yeah. Did you ask yourselves the question? Did you check a live next time? <laughs> always, I, uh, dude. Always. I, I actually didn't. And then I forgot to. I was like, oh, shit, I'm alive. And I didn't. All right. Well, with that, um, as always, 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 even over the winter break, even over Christmas, eat a baguette on Mondays. Mm. And don't forget to eat that wheat. (laughs) Sorry, let me put my baguette down. I didn't realize you podcasters were still listening. Well, since you are, why not head over to our Instagram page at the underscore baguette underscore boys and DM us. Let us know how all the challenges are going and why not? Let us know how your yearly, maybe monthly, or even weekly goals are going. We'd love to interact with you guys and get new perspective to see how we can better ourselves and maybe even better you. Catch you guys next Monday. Peace out.